we live in a generation where we are told to follow our heart. Unfortunately, uh, that saying is anti-God and anti-our core. God says our heart is deceitfully wicked. And he meant it when he said that. I know some of you might say, well, uh, you might argue that those are those Christ or God was referring to the ungenerated heart. But well, it might shock you to remember uh, that even a, a regenerated heart can be led astray. All of you remember the story of Samuel in the Bible. If you doubt, check it out. Samuel was had one of the best regenerated heart in his generation. But unfortunately, he almost anointed the wrong person as king of Israel. But God had to check his heart. So today, uh, my lovely wife, Usola, will help us to process our topic. The cold life requires guiding our heart. So, sweetheart, please share with us what it means to guide our heart. Thank you, JT. Um, welcome, everyone. So, just following on what you said earlier about what the Bible says, um, you know, God doesn't mince words when it talks about our hearts. You know, the Bible saying the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So, and when it says the heart, just to clarify for everyone listening, I'm sure you know it doesn't mean your heart that pumps blood within you, but that inner man, the person who is at the core of who you are, the place where thoughts, decisions, and passions are seated, that is what God is referring to as our heart. And the Bible talks about how God looks at our hearts and not our outward appearance when it's um, looking at us, remember the same story of Samuel that Katie um, had mentioned earlier. That Samuel, who had a regenerated heart, almost <laughs> actually chose the wrong person because he was looking at their outward appearance and not necessarily looking at how God was looking at them. He was following his heart, maybe his intuition in that sense. So, heart also could be that intuition that people say, Oh, I, I just have that sense. And as um, Samuel saw something in these guys that he thought was king worthy of his baby's elder brother. That wasn't what God saw. So my question actually is, what was it that God saw in David's brother's heart that disqualified them for being king? And vice versa, what did David's heart possess? I'll leave that as a tip for thought for us, but I really think that guiding our hearts as we are thinking around our call, um, is very important because God chose us before the foundations of the earth to be and to fulfill his divine purpose. However, we live in a world that is full of distractions and there are many alternatives that are vying for our attention that are also seem very that also seem rather very attractive. And this is why when we make decisions, especially as young people, or as people pursuing their call, we can't afford to just choose based on that intuition that we think we have or following your heart or uh, just taking your chance in life. No, because what it can happen is as it will narrow and block our ultimate destination. Like that, there's so many things that God has in store for us. It says, eyes have not seen, cares have not had, it has not even entered into the heart of any man what God has in store for those who are called by him, those who love him. And so um, the Bible also says that King's hearts are in God's hands and it directs it wherever it wishes as the rivers of water. And so it made me think around like guiding our hearts really means as called Jesus to actually follow God. 
if we let God, the one who sees our hand from the beginning, guide our choices. Let him guide your intuition. So submit your intuition, submit your desires, your passion, your intentions, your will, your emotion to God. He is actually able to guide us, guide our hearts, guide our path into the positions, into the path, into the purposes that bring us the greatest opportunities that we could never ever fathom on our own. Because he's the one that sees the hand from the beginning. So to guide our hearts, it is important to let it be aligned with God. So remember that God has a plan for every life that he created, especially those that have come to know God, that have come to place their faith in Jesus Christ. You're not just here by chance. You're not listening to this podcast by chance. You also have not come this far just by sheer hard work or handwork or, or because your parents had a perfect plan of the school you would go to, the degrees you would get. I know they've already mapped out your life for you. God's plan is bigger and it's important that you guide your heart to look beyond this man-made plans and um, insights in that sense. God still speaks and his hand stretches out to guide us and lead us to the expected hand beyond even what we hope for because yes there's a hope that we have we have to do the Bible says God gives us the desires of our heart actually it's a heart that is guided by him that he gives the desires of that heart to do it's the heart that loves God and is sold out to him that submits every so it's not a bad thing to desire something good desire to be the prime minister for example that might be my desire but I need to guide my heart and submit it to God and let God guide me to the expected hand that he has for me it might even be more than prime minister he might not be prime minister it be a position that men may think is less than prime minister but that's where I'll probably fulfill uh, my, my call the most and make the most impact and show the glory of God the most and point people to Christ so they say follow God don't follow your heart like Uncle Pilea from says, the right to make choices is yours. God may give man a will, but the wisdom to make the right choices is not in you. I would say that again. The right to make choices is yours, but the wisdom to make right choices is actually not in you. So we ask you to invite God to let him in into your decision process, into your thinking, into your intuition, let his wisdom take over. And you see how it will position you by right. Let his word guide your heart. Yeah, so thank you, Sweetheart. That's that's very profound. And I love the last um, part of what you shared when you were talking about um, that it's, we all have choices. Life is a choice. But unfortunately, the wisdom for us to make those right choices, we do not have it. You know, sometimes here in our generation, a lot of motivational speakers everywhere, this craziness saying you no know, putting pressure on people in terms of choosing career ah uh, it is you everything is all about you it's your life it's your this it's your dad and so i don't know if you have any example that you might like to share because there's a lot of pressure even on young people even on adults to choose the creative uh, job career or path that will give them job security in the future it's all about that security in the future and sometimes most people are under pressure to you know to, to really just do what uh, uh they've been asked to do so how were you able to 
overcome this pressure you know, and in terms of coming to where you know with all the quality of education that you had and going to some of the best schools around the world but yet when you came back after some few time in uh, uh, the corporate world you said that oh you want to really make impact in the educational sector and to really help young people and to build the, the desired future so how were you able to overcome all of this pressure and you said to the part that you fed the lord was leading you and has called you into <laughs> thanks babe um, you just went i'm like oh wait and let's read the book <laughs> but um that's a very important question actually i would say that it wasn't and this is what i was referring to earlier about just submitting our desires to god i think it like you said going back to nigeria after studying in the uk seemed foolish to every single human being i probably knew at that point in time and then even working in the corporate world and then deciding that oh actually i don't want to do this anymore on a working education it wasn't a decision i made on my own it was actually a decision that happened in like god literally called me out of that into this but the decision to follow through and to not fall to the pressure of oh you know this corporate um path in tax and consulting had like a trajectory that was so clear this is like what exactly are you going to do was really about submitting all that desires and will and intention and intuition of how it doesn't make sense to the human eyes to god in prayer and also just being in the word i think the word has always been it for me but for me i truly believe this sentence this statement that my brother has always said to me as a child the word works and there was a scripture that um anchored that where it says that um you will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it and so a guided heart needs to always remember that scripture that if god has truly called you you and you are, you submitted your intention intuition desires because we yes of course I'm, I'm not desiring to be poor or anything but submitting that to god and saying god i trust you guide me guide my heart even when there's a pressure to do other things or to abandon ship let me hear your voice behind me always saying this is the way this is the plan this is you know shine the light on every step i may not see the full picture of how everything will turn out like the trajectory i'm leaving behind but god just speak to me every step of the way don't let me go apart from the path that you have for me and that scripture coming to life like i'd encourage our listeners to just meditate on it and ask the lord to make that scripture come to life in your heart that indeed i pray that you always hear the voice of god behind you saying this is the way walk in it it perfectly guides you from falling into the pressure of motivational speakers um career advice that seem perfect on paper they're not lying it's probably working but if that's not what god has called you to do you just be frustrated so to keep you from frustration the call is to hear the voice of god and god has already promised it to you so to own that promise and remember it yeah so thank you sweetheart i think that is pro- uh, profound i think that last word you say is what we'll be picking up next week that is is personal the call is personal and next mm. week we'll spend a long time to talk about uh, in fortnight sorry not next week in a fortnight oh. we'll be talking that it is personal because if you don't understand that the call is personal 
Indeed, yeah. people will make you change your mind. I know there are a lot of people that are stuck in the U.S. now because people, you don't want them. I know when I also said, I, I was going back, everybody was saying, oh, what? Some even say five for asylum. Say there's Boko Haram in Nigeria. There's all of this. <laughs> and just stay like that. I said, well, it's I have tough. a family. Nobody's chasing me away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God also comes our way and block our way if he really loves us mm-hmm. and come. Because even my own factor, it's not just that, do I make up my mind that I knew I was coming? But there were other factors that the Lord used in hastening the process and saying, hey, it is time to leave. It is time to go. And so if God, we don't know, if God is blocking your way, he's asking you to leave Australia, leave whatever country you are to return home. And there might even be some of you, God is actually just even leave Nigeria and go to those places that you are you're pulling strong, uh, 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 strong with. Oh, you already have everything you need here. But mm. please just hit the word and go. No, it's personal. Sometimes you tell everybody around you, they will not understand. And like I've shared on this podcast before, there was a time I left a personal job. I told everybody, nobody was understanding except my elder sister at that point. I understood what I was saying because I knew the Lord was asking me to leave. And so mm. sometimes you might not have the opportunity the Lord give me those wavelengths and you know, sometimes put some things on your way that will make you to leave. And after some time, the Bible says the Spirit of God do not strive for too long. After some mm. times, he gives up and, and, and let us to be. And so next week, uh, in fortnight, we'll really dive on it that the court life is a personal life. Thank you, sweetheart, for, for sharing that profound, uh, uh, deep examples. And we know that it's, it's, we know you're also working on, on something that the world will see very soon, that they will get to hear more about the story that you just shared with us. So be on the lookout. She's preparing something for all of us that we will use and uh, to really help us to really learn about this experience she just uh, shared now. So we'll also end with an invitation, also from the book that uh, uh, Sly shared from, that we read above. It's called he, he, he Leaves Me by Uncle Billy. That was his, his mini autobiography. And there's a quote directly from it. The book just came out this year. If you can get it, please get it. It will really help you. He said, give Christ space to lead you. Let him take the driver's seat of your life and you will have a smooth say into the things he has kept in store for you. He has stretched out his loving arm uh, to you. Put your hand in his hand right away. Then and only then will you avoid the pits and snare that the enemy has set uh, for your feet. And so, you know, if you want to have, you might do other things, you'll be successful, but you'll struggle. You'll fall, you have unnecessary injury in life. And if you make it to heaven, it might be by sheer grace or by the sheer mercies of God. But if you want to avoid all of that now, please put your hand in the hands of Christ and let him lead you. He knows the beginning and he also knows the end right from the beginning. And so you need to really uh, hold up to him. So we really like to hear uh, from you, please share your questions, your contribution with us by email at uh, the call 633 at gmail.com. Please, we really, really want to hear from you. Share your thoughts, what are your experiences, what are you going to do. You also need prayers. Please feel free to uh, share with us. So we'll see you in a fortnight as we continue to guide uh, your heart. Remember that it's like uh, my sister that I've shared with us, it's a personal journey. But also, you need to remember the word and saying, This is the way. Do not turn to the left. Do not turn to the right. Those are the words that will guide you. So by the next time we meet again, we'll be exploring the topic that the court life uh, is personal and that it's a personal experience. God bless you. We pray that God will help you. A lot of those of you that have strong heart, uh, a heart that is burning right now because you don't know the right direction to, to take. We know that if you yield to Christ, Christ will come. We are certain because we have experienced it in our own lives. So Busola and I pray for you at this moment that the power of God will be upon you Amen. and it will lighten your body and it will show you the right path even to your destiny. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name we are prayed. 
Amen. Yeah, so we'll see all of you in the fortnight. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.